what is this podcast about? It probably would help if you don't chew into the mic. My name is Libby. My name is Luke. In this new episode. No, new I season. Mean, this new season. Now we are going to be focusing completely on weddings. We are, in fact, the Wedding Pirates. There's no other podcast like this. I've looked. I've checked. And we have a cat. Her name is Stella. We want to share all the secrets when it comes to weddings. The one where we talk. Wedding edition. Do you hear that? It's the sound of a kitten purr. (laughs) Do you want to purr? She's got something on her lip. (laughs) Welcome back to another episode of The Wedding Pirates. Uh, We are Luke and Libby and talking about all things weddings and being open and honest about all the subjects. Be sure, don't forget to rate this podcast. And uh, today we are talking about what? Venues and red flags when you're like looking at venues. Yeah, there's a lot of red flags to look out for. Yeah, I think there's a problem with, well, with every with every wedding vendor you have this problem where you are strictly looking at the aesthetic and you're not looking at business practices yeah and that can be a mis- yeah that can be a, a very dangerous thing to do and we've come across a lot of brides and i've come across a lot of brides indirectly that we have not serviced where i have heard horror stories about them upset about their product or upset about their experience because uh they found out that the company is not a good company. You know, they're they're bad at communication. They're bad at business. They're bad with employees. They're <laughs> it's just all these things are they're just bad at. But that they saw one example of a one product that they loved, and or one picture of the venue that they loved, and so that's what they're going to choose. So we're but we're going to particularly talk about venues, and the. Things you need to be looking for aside from the aesthetic. Trust us, we are ones for, we love mansions, we love estates, we love castles, we love all of the Downton Abbey houses. (laughs) But at the end of the day, if there is a really sketchy business going on in the background that owns this piece of property, uh, then we got a problem. Uh, So there's... I'm going to talk about maybe some bad venue experiences. Uh, one of, uh, a lot of times you'll get this venue that has a... Well, why don't we go through the red flags first? Okay, red flags. So and red flags the being... stories. I uh, want you to go ahead. Uh, what are some red flags? Um, some red flag, frags. Some red flags. Frag, frags. Some red flags that I um, think that you should watch out for or things that you should look for. So that we don't run into red flags are reviews from venues from previous mm. bridal brides and grooms. Because some venues run events and having like reviews from just like a, an event that's not a wedding. Right. Um, yeah, that's that's a good point. Like having a wedding a, is a very different yeah. from any other event like, like, fam- like family reunion or class right. reunion or car show or a, a wedding- picnic. Yeah, a wedding has a really strict schedule to follow. You're dealing with different kinds of clients. You have people flying in from all over the the world. Uh, And the reviews 
are a lot of times just for uh, if you see a lot of like event reviews, like for birthday mm-hmm. parties and uh, business events and all these things. If there's not a lot of weddings, that could be a red flag. Like just look for wedding reviews. Right. And I also I like reading the lowest review. Like mm-hmm. what is the lowest review and what are they complaining about and how did the business respond? Right. Did the business respond at all? Right. Because if they didn't respond, that just means that they're ignoring their marketing accounts or their, their social accounts and that's bad business practice. That's a red flag. Mm-hmm. Because if they're bad at communicating to the clients that are unhappy, they're going to be bad c- at communicating to you. It's just right. a matter of fact. What's another red flag? Do you have any off the top of your head? Um, I would say uh, how how long is have they been around? Mm-hmm. Uh, you get especially right now because the wedding industry is so hot. <laughs> you have a lot of couples like us, you know, who start their wedding videography photography business and they, you know, they maybe get to the eight year mark maybe. And then they decide, let's open up a wedding venue and they open up a wedding venue and all the experience they have is just an aesthetic. They don't have any good business practice. They, because they haven't been around as a business long enough to exercise good business practice. Mm -hmm. So you need to pay attention to how long has this venue been around and who owns it? How old are they? Are they experienced? Have they been around the area? And if they are not, haven't been around for a long time and they're charging you 15 K just to get in the door. And that doesn't include, uh, anything like it's just to get in the door, then I would say that's a red flag. Cause you know, if you're only a year or even if you're under five years of business, you shouldn't be charging that much. I don't care how much your property is worth. You need to build a reputation. That's why like for us, I don't plan if we ever do open up a wedding venue, it, I want to open it up past closer to the 15 year mark because then like I have contacts. I know people, we have revenue, and we have experience and beyond photography and videography. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think another red flag is looking at <coughs> Excuse or even asking about the staff that would be um, yeah. hired for your wedding day. Um, asking how many are going to be available to um, set up, help break down, help... Um, and this might sound strange, but you do need to ask how old are they? <laughs> yeah. Are they, you know, is it, it's because if it's a family-owned business, then you're going to get a lot of, uh, how, do you, how do I say, minors. Because, like, you have uh, kids and siblings and cousins that will work for free because they need something to do. So they Excuse send me. the teenagers to go do it. And that's a problem. Yeah. You know, so you need to make sure that, everybody there is of age and should and is of the age to be working like a full you know 10 hour day yeah i mean sometimes the venue does provide like a lot of workers but then also sometimes the caterers bring in the, the workers so you just have yeah. to gauge that with them um, well that's I a mean, totally that's separate you know vendor yeah yeah yeah, yeah. No, but, like, sometimes the, the caterer will, like, set up the tables and put all the tablecloths and all that, and sometimes the yeah. venue does that. So you just have to figure out, like, either or whoever's doing it, figure out how many staff there are and what ages are they, and, um, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to talk about um, your most recent experience with uh, 
that that particular topic um well i mean we did a wedding recently um and the bride and i talked about this too she was very upset about it she said that the experience she had going into hiring this like venue as a place where they wanted to have a reception she had really great communication with the manager Mm -hmm. um and then after they hired them after they hired them the communication just dwindled and it got worse and then I guess just like the place didn't do what it said it was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And the workers there were like the between the of. ages of 10 and 15. <laughs> maybe not 10. No, there were some really young I'm kids say in that maybe kitchen. He was, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. He was, he was 12. Okay. Yeah. The guys <laughs> that were outside of the kitchen, but you didn't go in the kitchen like oh, I did. Oh, in the kitchen? Yes. Oh my word. There was one older guy in there. Yeah. And then the rest of them were probably between yep 10 and i would say 17 yeah 10 and, and 17 they, and they were not on schedule they were behind schedule and they were all wearing yeah. um skinny jeans no yeah skinny jeans yeah. but also uh, there were a lot of them the guy the boys were wearing uh, athletic gear oh yeah, yeah and they all had mullets yeah yeah so i just i talked to the bride about this andy hey stop eating cords <laughs> we have a kitten problem Stop that. How do you get your kitten to stop stop, eating cords? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyways, so, yeah, so this is not like I'm not talking behind this bride's back or anything like her and I did talk about it. And she was very frustrated. She put in a bad review for the... So did I. You did? Oh, yeah. Nice. I'm a local guide on on Google. Like, I can't afford to not leave a bad review. (laughs) That's funny. I didn't realize you did that. So anyways, yeah, so the bride, and she asked us, like, what were some of our negative experiences with this venue, and, um, because she was very upset, and apparently she hadn't paid, paid her, was it bar, the bar total? Oh, you mean the, the, the second deposit? Yeah, I don't think she and her husband had paid it, so she was like, um, the lady behind the bar told me to not pay the second part of my the cost was venue because i was not pleased with how it was run on the day of my wedding yeah but and that's that's a whole and that's a whole nother topic too like you need to figure out how payment is happening i mean there's a lot of you know if you have a gut feeling that this is kind of sketchy go with your gut i would say like yeah. when it comes especially when it comes to venue but uh, another red flag is maybe not having an up-to-date sound system in your venue, so oh that way your word. videographer can plug into the house if they need to, if the if the DJ doesn't have what they need, and you're going through the speakers in the house, then you need proper plugins for right equipment for the videographer to type to plug into, so that way you have good audio for your video. And if it's a newer <coughs> venue and they and they have a house system that they're going to be doing speeches on, that is that is a just that's not poor business practice that's more so like not not the real not having the realization that uh this is going to be a wedding venue Mm -hmm. and modern weddings want videography there's Mm -hmm. not really a lot of weddings that don't have videography these days and they want quality audio coming in for the speeches because if there's 250 guests and all of them are clinking their glasses and all of them are still eating some of them are still in line some won't shut up it, I, I'm not going to be able to, yeah, I'm not going to be able to pick up on my camera, the audio that I need. So mm-hmm. I need to be recording directly from their mouth to something. And I do have a backup, like they, uh, like a little tiny pen mic mm-hmm. that honestly has been a lifesaver. 
uh, that whenever there has been a house mic or the DJ just won't let me plug into his system, which is honestly always a jerk move. Uh, I that little thing has come in to save. To yeah, save you the have day backups so for backups yeah. for backups. So which you're very well prepared, but. Yeah, so that's maybe just one additional thing. You can ask about that, the house system. And if you don't know questions to ask your venue um, about this house system, you can reach out to us and just say, hey, like, what, what questions do I need to ask Yeah. Uh, my venue about the sound system? Another red flag, or um, I don't know if this is more of, like, a red flag or just, like, a photographer and videographer's preference, but a lot a natural light coming mm-hmm. in. Um, it's nice to have that natural light because, uh, it's just, you get better quality pictures and, um, yeah. Another thing that is more of a preference is if you don't want ceiling, uh, what are those tiles uh, uh, in your pictures? Yeah. Like drop ceilings in your, like if those, if the ceiling is low and there's drop ceiling, those will definitely be in your photos. They are ugly they're photos. very ugly because you also have like the sprinkler system and the speakers you got exit signs and yeah and it's just like not yeah. not very it's cute. not flattering at all so exit signs we can usually fix if we really really want to yeah. i can you know i can avoid an exit sign but i can't avoid the entire ceiling right <laughs> yeah and uh they just look dingy and gross usually yeah. also when a uh, story about natural light um i already i did I helped out uh, a videographer. I second shot for him. Um, I won't name off the venue. It's kind of a, I, I don't want, yeah, you, you make the judgment for yourself. I don't want you to go off like just my opinion. I you'll want you to do your own research. But when second shot at this venue, this venue is, was brand new. Uh, this, is a, this is the example of uh, how old is the venue and you need to be asking those questions. Found out this venue is, uh, was less than three years old. And it was owned by a couple that was our age. They bought the property and they just built a barn. And the barn was aesthetically, if photo-wise, worked. You know, kind of like it reminded me of you know those you know those when you go to Starbucks, and you know those things those sandwiches and those wraps that are in the uh, the window, <laughs> and they look so real. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you took a picture of it, like wow, it looks really. Good. But then when you touched it, you'd be like, ew. Is plastic, like it's gross because they aren't real, mm. and that's what it was. It like, but there's something uncanny about it. Like this looks fake. Like it doesn't look like quality. I, I it, something's off about it. And that was this barn, and they didn't put it in a lot of natural light. They had one window in the back, and I made a comment about it, and I said why? Because up in the bridal suite, there was just all this yellow lighting, and they stained all of the wood to be yellow. Hmm. And it was, and then it was yellow on white. So your white balance was super confused. Yeah. Uh, luckily, I didn't. Do have I to do blue that. or do I do yellow? Or yeah. Do <laughs> <laughs> like you, the amount of adjustment. Like, luckily, when you shoot raw, a lot of that is uh, adjusted in post. But when you're designing, if you are photographers designing a wedding venue, they they must have not been photographers. I don't know their background, but. I just know they were a young couple that started this venue and they apparently put thousands and thousands of dollars into this venue. And I made the comment like, why aren't there any skylights up in the top? Like you've, you made everything white and yellow and there's no natural light upstairs. Mm -hmm. And then I was just asking a question like, why didn't you do that? At first I thought like, well, you know, it might've been like, you know, five to 10 grand per skylight. That's understandable. Maybe it was out of budget. Maybe they're going to do it later. 
And he said, well, I've never heard, I haven't had any other photographers complain about it. And I was like, well, you've only, you've barely been in business for three years. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. she just, and then she just, she said that and then drove off. And I was standing with her, with the other videographer. I was like, wow, she's kind of, kind of a turd. <laughs> she's just super rude. Yeah. And this overall had a very terrible experience. Even like the, I know that the food was from outside, but even the food vendor was super rude. They were mm. from outside of this new venue, but mm. they were considered super fancy. This new venue was considered super fancy. 20K to get in the door, by the way. And then if you wanted to get married on the property, you had to pay an additional. Wait, no, no. 20K was for if you in total. So if you wanted to get married there and have your reception there, total 20K. Uh, but they don't supply food, and that doesn't include open bar. And But if you just want to be there just for the reception, then it's 15 <laughs> It's ridiculous. It was, it was so ridiculous. And it was such a low-quality building. Like yeah. I, There was cracks in the beams. Like, this was supposed to be a high-quality barn. Wasn't and the, like, stairwell, like, the... Jiggling. Yeah, jiggling. the railings were jiggling. Uh, but, again, <laughs> on paper and on photo, everything looked pretty. Just don't touch anything. It'll fall apart. Yeah. So it's just, it's just that kind of, like, this This isn't... If anything, you know, if you're going to look at a venue, ask your... pay. Ask your builder friend, if you have a carpenter friend, tell them to come with you. Just say, hey, you want to come with? I'll buy you pizza. I'll give you a good time. We'll go out for drinks <laughs> yeah, afterwards. I'll give you a good time. And, no, sorry. No, you know what? Why Why you always got to do that? <laughs> you know, oh, forget it. You just like have a, have a builder friend or a framer or a carpenter or like have one of your friends who's handy, who knows how to build shit, come with you. Or even just knows about like basic just carpentry just just, basic things and he'll yeah. just i mean or he or a guy that can juggle stuff and be like oh yeah that's not solid <laughs> this isn't if we're talking about wisconsin weddings that's how they sound yeah oh yeah <laughs> oh wow um but, i would I, yeah sorry you uh, no no but I, I would say that i left them a bad review and they actually ended up reaching out to me yeah yeah because they found that. my our instagram and they messaged me and they um, they wanted to reconcile. They wanted to recon- reconcile. Reconcile what? It's done. They were like, I'm so sorry that you had a bad experience. If there's anything we can do to like fix whatever. Fix what? You did it. This is my review. There it is. Yeah. I-, I could add in that you said sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you ain't got to do anything to fix it for future yeah, brides. That's, I know how it is. I, I've gotten a bad review and it brought us down to a poor 4.8, which is in, in uh, Google terms. That's really, that sucks. I get it. Yeah, uh, but the the goal that's why like you push for reviews, you push for all the reviews. I'm sorry, you gotta. Uh, and if they're bad, then that's an improvement that you need to look at. Yeah. Clearly, you have an improvement to make on your attitude. So, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm talking about the the venue owner. Oh, uh, you're <laughs> just looking at me very intense. No, 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 what she was giving us the me and the our videographer attitude at that yeah, gotcha. fancy venue. But. Yeah. Um, I would say another red flag, I think this is my pride, my final red flag, uh, is if they supply a coordinator, day of coordinator, if you have not talked to her at all through the entire process of like, hey, what is your experience like before you hire the venue that has this coordinator? Um, yeah, I, I would say, I would strongly suggest that you meet the coordinator in person, that you ask her what... Does she tend to do on day ofs? How does she stay in contact with us? Because usually, like, the venue will give the coordinator, like, all the information 
like as far as schedule goes but i think that you really need to be as a bride you need to be in contact with the day of coordinator because she needs to understand he or she needs to understand uh what she needs to or he needs to be doing yeah no i agree and Usually when the venue supplies a coordinator, you can probably bet you will barely see them. They're more yeah. so there to keep tabs on the property. That's what I figured out um, maybe like two years into into this. Because mm-hmm. coordinators used to be, they are here for you. They're here for the bride. They're here for the groom. They are doing everything. They are here 100%. They have all the details. They got their clipboard. They got everything. They mm-hmm. know who's got to be paid whole nine yards. They take all that off the plate of the bride and groom so they don't have to worry about it. A day of coordinator that's supplied by a venue is there to keep tabs on the property and make sure nothing goes to shit and nothing gets ruined and just in case they need to charge you for damages that you make. That's why they're there. Mm -hmm. They are going to gloss over and say, no, I'm here to help you, whatever you need, whatever you need, and then never answer their texts. (laughs) Yeah. And if... I mean, that's just been our experience, though. Day of coordinators are, for lack of better terms, worthless. <laughs> they're not <laughs> worthless as humans. They're just worthless as in, like, they don't it, do anything that's Yeah, really they're job-wise. They're not worthless humans. Their job is just worthless. <laughs> yeah. Unless they can do it better, do it better, and then it will be worth something. Well, there, we have had a couple of day of coordinators that have been, been really helpful. Um, like but, when? yeah, usually, huh? When was that? Um, the wedding we did in April, she was really helpful in us showing us the venue a little bit of like the day before when we showed. Oh, Lamont. No. The one at the golf oh, course. oh, the day. Oh, 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 Robin Ashley, Bent Creek. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that 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 was that was the first time, but that was also the first time that we all went to a venue prior. Like we actually had time. But she was before. there on the day of the wedding, and she was doing a really yeah. Job. She was really nice. I don't know if she was actually part of the venue. Was she? Yes. She was. Yeah. Okay. That was very surprising. I was not a... Um, but I, we usually don't have time the day before a wedding to go and check things out. If we're going to check things out for a wedding, we're honestly... We're checking it out on Google. <laughs> we're checking it out on Google or we got, we're got we going to book out... Well, uh, we're stalking it on Instagram to see what other Well, I mean, like physically, if we're going to go see it, it's going to be months before your wedding. Oh, right, right, yeah. Because we've done that a couple times, too, where we've, uh, like, the bride and groom want to um, have us, like, see the venue. So it's like, yeah, but we won't be able to do it the day before. We won't be able to be at your wedding rehearsal. I probably guarantee it because usually double headers and the night before a wedding, like, there's a lot to get done. And there's a lot of, there's a checklist I got to go through for gear-wise. So uh, usually if we're going to see a venue, it's months before your wedding and then... We have a picture in our head, and we have spots in our head, and we know where to go, and yeah, so. Yeah. But if you have any other questions about w- how you should book your venue, where you should book your venue, uh, I mean, I'll be honest with you, we have not been to the same venue twice, and we've been in business for seven years. Yeah, I hear a purring. <laughs> uh, we've been in business for seven years, and we haven't been back to the same venue twice. Oh, wait, no, once. We've been back to the venue, same venue twice uh just because it worked out that way just because especially on the east coast there are just new venues opening venues closing venues that have been around for 50 plus years it's it's immense so but there are things that you can be aware of to pick out the perfect venue so 
Yeah. If you have any questions, be sure to reach out to us at Broadside Visuals on Instagram. Uh, remember that we have a YouTube channel. Check out all of our videography work. You can check out our Instagram work uh, for photos and our broadsidevisuals.com is our website. And remember, this is the one where we talk. Have a wonderful day.